I'm assuming this thing is on. Yeah. It's on. Fantastic. It is on. Because this is the Quick and Dirty Tech About podcast. And I'm still trying to decide if we're going to be keeping that name. After this first pilot edition of the podcast, we've been talking about doing this for quite a while. We've been planning this for weeks, but we're just going to do it. I'll just push it out there. I'm going to try and not swear during this podcast. I had a very strange urge to do so just now, but I controlled myself just at the last minute. So, Benga is going to be my chaperone. Chaperone. My name is Bankole Olafemi, by the way. Just in case you did not know that, I happen to be editor-in-chief of TechAbout.com and Benga is my trusty sidekick for this particular edition. Yeah, sidekick here. Hello. <laughs> sidekick. Um, everyone on TechAbout is an editor, but right now he's my sidekick. So, And um, I'm just going to jump into it. What are we talking about? Quite a few things happening across Africa in terms of technology. Yeah, a whole lot. South Africa is like... In the news, in the news a lot. This is going to be this a week. very short podcast from um, the way I see it because um, there's um, we're, we're going to be keeping it really simple. Let's just talk about a few things that is going on. For instance, we are hearing that Convergence has put twenty million dollars inside of Venture Guarding Group. Yeah, Venture Guarding Group is one of the those um, you know uh, whatever investment companies that we're not really sure what they are. Is it? Accelerator or an incubator? As an incubator, it's a it's a bit confusing what they do really. Apparently, they have investment in some companies in Nigeria. Here, Suregift is one of them, and um, Suregift's um, cash is it is not cash envelope. Uh, well, um, they um, they call it PayPal or something. Yeah, PayPal. Uh, that's, that's true. I know, I know that they had a demo day last year that I attended, and um, it was interesting just watching some of the startups that they have that have passed through their program. It's just not um, very clear all the details as to how they actually operate. But um, twenty million dollars have come into their coffers, and ostensibly they will be um, investing that, those those monies into new startups. So I guess that is one company or organization to be to watch hmm. um, next up m4 jam also in south africa acquired uh, pondering panda pondering hmm. panda and wing has been talking about whether he wonders whether this is actually an acquisition because they are going to be keeping their separate brands but uh, my thinking is an acquisition is an acquisition whatever they decide to do after that is really their concern in terms of how they structure the relationship and the branding, but um, if they say they're acquiring a company, they are acquiring. What is M4Jam again? Is a digital so, survey firm? No, no, that's Pondering Panda. So M4Jam is this company. It's a one-year-old startup, really, really young. And the interesting part is Pondering Panda is three-year-old, much more older. So, the, oh, so it's such a it's such an interesting dynamic, really. The young grow and they acquire people older than them. So a micro-jobbing platform acquires a digital survey platform i'm sure there is um, i'm sure i'm sure there is um there is some method to what is not very apparent although actually it might be a bit apparent because jobberman released job um, job websites tend to do research and stuff so i'm sure yeah that's right so one of the thing m4 jam one of the thing m4 jam jam does is to actually make uh surveys from 
Pandering Panda, a kind of task to do within the M4 Jammer app. So they've integrated that into. I think that's one of the things that they will sort of streamline right now, but it's always been there. So I can choose a task, which is to participate in a kind of research, which is what Pondering Panda is all about. So the functionality was there, so they, and they just decided we're going to make this our own. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of thinking so. Yeah. Twitter has removed the 140 character limit on direct messages, which means now you can send love letters, uh, job applications, <laughs> curriculum vitae's, or whatever know, your master is like. <laughs> Thesis in there. Your PhD thesis. <laughs> you can send those in direct messages. Very fun, fun times coming. Yeah. Uh, but the public tweet are still going to remain the same. And I, from I, the, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then you come to Twitter, then you never leave because you're reading an old blog post in there. No, I will leave like instantly. Like, and then never come back. You will ruin Twitter for me, so. Please keep the 140 character limit on public Twitter. Thank you very much. My interesting thing about the DMs is that it's still going to... There's a cap. I think the, the, the cap right now is 10,000 characters. So maybe... Uh, you would have to be pretty talkative to exceed that cap. I'm guessing. Anyways, moving on. Google has become Alphabet. It's probably one of the stories that everyone's talking about. And... We're not really experts on, you know, global corporate restructurings or anything like that. But the few things that we know is that uh, Google is now a subsidiary of Alphabet and Sundar Pichai, who used to be well, VP of Android. Not exactly sure. Uh, well, but but he, he has a pretty illustrious um, history with Google. He joined in 2000 and... Um, seven or eight apparently and he started you know working on the chrome browser bar and then rose from there uh so i'm not sure it's the chrome browser bar it's something to do with some toolbar thing and then he led the development of chrome uh, and his reasons with the ranks now he's ceo of google yeah and one of the things google is actually trying to achieve here is to keep one of their brightest minds so Sundar, uh, Sundar Pichai is the CEO of Google now. So and then instead of just being a project, become CEO of all the different alphabet companies. Yeah, which makes sense. Um, uh, obviously, I think one of the advantages of the restructuring as well is that Google now becomes a much smaller target for the people that are bringing antitrust litigation against it. Say so, the EU. All up in their business about how it needs to be broken up. Now they've broken themselves up, so um, that might, you know, make it harder to pin them into a corner. And uh, Wall Street is loving it, so the stock has jumped. Yeah, I mean, after I was trading on that day, about five or five percent jump in their in their stock prices. Okay, we'll leave um, Google's uh, restructuring to the experts. What I really, uh, what we really found. What I really found to be the most interesting thing that happened, and you will forgive the Nigerian bias, uh, um, but it was something we were having conversation about in the newsroom. Conga launched something called Mercury. It's currently logistics tracking software. And one of the biggest issues for e-commerce companies in Nigeria, in Nigeria is uh, there's payments and then there's logistics. So, you know, how the goods actually get from the store 
to to people and e-commerce in Nigeria is apparently if you are looking at when Jimmy and Conga entered it's three years old it's been there's been e-commerce in Nigeria for much longer than that if you go back to the Kalahari days when Naspers was beginning to just you know check out what was going on but when things actually began to develop in earnest was when Jumia and Conga began to pioneer an actual drive with millions of dollars in investment in that space. And one of the things that we saw them try to do after innovating in quote on payments was to try and begin to invest in logistics, actual physical warehousing and delivery nationwide, which is very painful to do, I can imagine. It's, uh, uh, it's a huge investment that they've had to make in just acquiring the fleet of vehicles, buses, bikes, cars, you know. And Coming up with their own logistics system, K-Express. And that was, uh, that was Conga. You know, we know that Jimmy has got AIG Express. Yeah. Uh, to the point that uh, when the first two CEOs of Jumia were going to peel off and go do their own thing, one of them decided they were going to you know, build a logistics startup. It was called Apos in the beginning until they changed the name for reasons that we're not sure of to ACE, African Career Express. And they've raised quite a bit of funding to actually just prosecute that, you know, just shy of $3 million. Uh, it's a really, really uh, big problem. And obviously, whoever solves that problem is going to uh, win big. And we're looking. We're looking at the fact that it's possible that Conga and Jimmy are actually finding logistics pretty, uh, not as easy to do as they thought it would be. So now they're actually trying to make, enable other people to do that, which is why we're seeing the Mercury software's job is actually supposed to allow anyone create their own logistics startup because it's the software that tracks the inventory, inventory and logistics management. So anyone who has an interest Right. Okay. Can set up their own logistics service. Okay. Can, can I come out straight here? So what I've been thinking about this <clears throat> this thing, this system, is that it helps people to um, manage their inventory, know what is going out, what is coming in, how much is being paid for for everything. Just have like an HQ where you know how things really are. Uh -huh. So. If I want to start a logistics company and I want to deploy this, this system, mm -hmm. I need to have my physical infrastructure. I need to have my, my cars, my, my yeah, whatever. Yeah, that goes without saying. Uh, you need to have the vehicles and you probably want to have warehouse space. Of course, you could decide to just go pick up the goods directly from the merchants if that, if that is what your model. Uh, if you think you can make that model work, go pick up from the merchants. and take like to the point of delivery without you keeping the goods uh, in the in the middle but most likely any logistics company will have some sort of space where they can store stuff pending when they will be able to take it to the point of delivery I'm guessing okay so so, so what I was really thinking was does this, does this provide um, intelligence like what delivery science does for instance like track well we don't know what it looks stuff. like <laughs> you know but it kind of is a no-brainer. Um, intelligence is a bunch of stuff. It's, you know, uh, what kinds of goods are passing through, what's the most popular 
I'm sure there's some sort of, you know, they will be tracking stuff definitely. So it's just what kind of intelligence will be, we will not know until we actually see, you know, the software in action or maybe ask people that have used it, you know, how, what they're seeing. Or maybe we just need to go back and ask Conga themselves, you know, what kind of right. data will you be tracking or will merchants be able to track in the software. Interesting. Uh, and it turns out um, this is what Conga has been using in-house, so they are just like pushing it out, so everyone would. I mean, it makes sense if they are if they've come to the point where they've decided that uh, logistics is not really our business, and we need to outsource this. It just makes sense for them to provide whoever they're outsourcing that task to, you know, to the tools to do it properly, at least at a level that makes sense. You know, instead of hoarding the information, because if someone can do the job. You know, well, probably do it better than them and take that load off their shoulders. They should give them all the support that they can because it just helps them to be more focused on their actual business, which is enabling uh, commerce as opposed to actually doing just yeah. Interesting. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. They are still working on the um, on the product, and uh, as far as we know, it will be free for you know till further notice. So. Interesting stuff going on um, on the logistics side. Whoever cracks it, AC is doing stuff. AIG, Jumia, Conga is um, doing interesting things. Webmall, in reaction to that announcement, also announced that they are releasing their own logistics tracking and inventory management software called Saddle. But um, until that is released, I, I don't think that's going to come out until the end of August. So, logistics is a very interesting place in Nigeria. There's traffic to deal with, there is warehousing, there is all that stuff and and then there is payment on delivery. And then there's payment really hate. Payment on delivery absolutely. <laughs> so uh, 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 you guys are the real MEPs uh, you know doing logistics and e commerce uh, all the best with that. We wish them <laughs> you know that's all we can wish them. All the best and more funding to you. So uh, really short podcast is a pilot and we are as far as I'm concerned, done. So um, we have a few things to say before we go. Techobal is a subsidiary of Pickleball Media. Many people do not know that, but the technology blog um, now has a sister website. No, actually, that is not accurate. Anyways, Pickleball Media owns techobal.com, and Pickleball Media has, last week, launched another website called zikoko.com. Zikoko.com I will describe as an African BuzzFeed. I'm sorry, but that is <laughs> all we, that we have to say about that. It's entertaining, inspiring, hilarious content sometimes that we think people will find interesting enough that they want to share with their friends. So go on zikoko.com, www.zikoko.com, zikoko.com, and check it out. Let us know what you think. Share the content with your friends. We'll be talking a bit more about Zikoko, I think, in subsequent episodes. Like, interesting stuff that is going on there, but yeah, we're getting really good feedback from the launch of that. Yeah, really. What was your favorite beginning post? To, my favorite post is actually the one that is sobbing me and my people. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell terrible. us about the Yoruba people. The Yoruba people, about them being, you know, really terrible guys. Uh, women don't want to date. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, though. I mean, Zikoko, I mean, you guys are my... Well, Zikoko, you know we're together, but we're I, just, together, I, could, right? I, I, can't, I couldn't relate to any of those things, really. I felt maybe... You think you're about to go being maligned? I'll give you a comment. <laughs> quiet. Uh, the next thing that we're going to be... Uh, next announcement is that we are hosting 
an AMA, Ask Me Anything session um, on Thursday, the 20th, and that is next week. And this time, so obviously, if you've been following Tech About, you know about Radar, our companion forum where we have pretty awesome conversations about pretty much anything that is going on, apps, events, issues, topics, anything that is going on. And we do these things called AMAs, Ask Me Anything sessions with interesting people in the ecosystem. This time we're putting a twist on it. We're having a conversation with a company, a brand, and this time it's Access Bank. They're going to be talking about payment solutions. And inside of that, they'll also be talking about a new technology that they've released called Pay With Capture. So that is something that um, we're looking forward to. Obviously, payments in Nigeria and across Africa are a pretty big conversation. Uh, one of my pet peeves for the past three years, we've been talking about payments into Switch, uh, MasterCard, Visa, Cash Envoy, Paga, it's Simple Pay, all those guys, you know, like everybody trying to solve payments. And even um, PayPal has launched in Nigeria, but really somehow it's still really difficult to do payments. And Access Bank has their own take on that. They're using QR code, QR code technology. Uh, um, pretty much any phone that has a camera can uh, and just capture QR code and, and capture a QR code, you know. So just, we'll see if the outtake on payments is actually going to be the one. But I'm sure you have questions for them. Thursday will be the opportunity for you to ask them anything. So just um, clear out your calendars. 4 p.m. on Thursday, we'll be asking them pretty much anything about payment solutions in Nigeria. Anything to add? Um, one last thing, which is something Sim has been excited about. Conga, well, was picked. This is who's buying for this ad <laughs> that you're about to. Hey, I mean, let's just congratulate them, right? All right, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I found it well, not exactly interesting. I, I didn't think the research was um, totally scientific, but it's interesting to see Conga is one of the best companies that Nigeria actually they were to work for. Declared. Uh, um, there was a vote. Uh, Jobberman did the survey, and Jobberman um, released the report that says employees in Nigeria say Conga is the best company to work for, and is popular among millennials, people between the age of eighteen and thirty-five. Apparently, is, is, uh, say yeah, Conga is that's a, it. say Conga is a really great place to work. Um, I think we've seen pictures of their workspace on TechPoint.ng. Uh, so if you want to see why people love Conga, apparently uh, it might be check out the pictures from the world. There's football. There is a they've got this big ass. There's a whole amusement park in there. There's a whole amusement really. Well, not amusement park, amusement park, but, but you know, it's there's a fun chill room and everything. Is there an ice cream fountain? Okay, now I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If you don't you don't get. Uh, great place to work right until you have an ice cream fountain so if you're listening conga ice cream fountains or uh, if a company wants to you know shove them over next year get an ice cream fountain millennials love them i would work for you if you had an ice cream fountain uh no nah, it's joking i would resign <laughs> from tech from tech about come work for you quick and dirty podcast first pilot edition uh crazy boring shit Next time it will be better. Hopefully without swearing. Oh, well, you didn't you didn't swear today. So I failed. It's a good start. I said shit. shit. And I said it again. Don't make me say it again. Right. Thank you very much, everyone. See you next week. Yeah. Bye.